Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid story continues number one from IDW Publishing. In this issue, it's Johnny's story. See the Karate Kid in a whole new light in this retelling through the eyes of Johnny Lawrence, two-time All-Valley Tournament champion. When the new kid makes moves on the girl that broke Johnny's heart, he vows to settle the score and win back her love. Or so goes the story, since I Lawrence tells his students nearly 35 years later. Matthew, have you had a chance to watch the hit YouTube original series, Cobra Kai? Uh, no, I have why not. not. Why, why not? What's what's wrong with you? It's really, really good. Although well, I, I say that and I haven't watched season two, so. See, this is the thing. I don't watch TV, like, at work. And most of the TV that I do watch is stuff that I'm either super, super in love with or uh, requires the presence of the whole family, which happens every 13 hours, but random any intervals. And then, of course, there's the shows that I watch for major spoilers. Are you not but, a yeah, fan I, of I really the uh, Karate Kid, the original Karate Kid movie? I like Karate Kid 2 a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of the Karate Kid movie. Uh, oh, the necessarily. first one? Yeah. I, okay. I don't hate it. It's not. Karate Kid 2 was my jam. Hmm. I never saw Karate Kid in 84. I was busy with other things. So when Karate Kid 2 came out, I'm like, okay, well, I can watch this. And I watched it, and it was, like, awesome. And it had Tamlin Tomita in it. And Tamlin Tomita is just like, oh, my gosh, she's amazing. So Yeah, but no, yeah. I, I really I've dug the original Karate Kid. And uh, as you may have figured out, I have watched the YouTube original series, the first season of Karate Kid. And, uh, you know, in a nutshell... The TV series is here is washed up Johnny Lawrence, a drunkard, uh, you know, right. going to get kicked out of his home. Uh, his wife uh, hates him, has divorced him, and he's got an estranged kid and he's trying to reconnect. And at the same time, every time he drives through the valley, there's Daniel LaRusso Motors, the, the richest, funniest guy in all of the valley. And he still is playing on the fact that he won the Hill City Tournament 35 years ago. And it just eats <laughs> at Johnny yeah, and it just eats at Johnny Lawrence, and he just wants to get revenge, but he realizes that the only way he can, the only thing that ever made that had meaning in his life was the Cobra Kai Dojo. Even though he knows his master was no good, right. he knows that the greatest thing and the best thing for him growing up, getting him out of his troubled home, getting him in a position to where he actually felt like he was worth something was with the Cobra Kai dojo. So he reopens the Cobra Kai dojo. Right. And unfortunately, it attracts a bunch of, uh, I don't want to say losers, but, you know, the 
the the the tropey loser, right? There's a lot of those right. kind of kids that Police show up. Academy. Yeah, and he doesn't want to he doesn't want to train any of them, but you know, they can't go anywhere else. He sees that they're getting picked on um and in a sense uh I don't know, there's some weird recruiting things going on. You could make some associations with uh how groups recruit uh kids yeah. today, but he trains them to be really good uh, karate students and he's trying to train them the right way but of course they take it the wrong way and they're starting fights at school and of course uh, Daniel LaRusso's daughter is also going to school and and there's all sorts of trouble and then there's going to be rematches and fights and oh my gosh where is it going to end right. um, and it ends the first season was actually a really good cliffhanger ending um, but I, like I said I haven't watched season two yet Right. My kids really the, the boys had never seen the original Karate Kid movie and they love the, the Cobra Kai TV show. Now, the reason why I'm telling you all this, Matthew, mm-hmm. is this week's book, Cobra Kai, The Karate Kid Story Continues Number One. Yes. Is a retelling of the YouTube original series. I thought it might be because I hadn't seen the series, but I'd heard you talk about it. And this felt like it was either an adaptation of those early episodes or one of those kind of in between bits and pieces stories where things happen. Now, the thing that I ask about this issue is mm-hmm. I remember some of the, uh, some of the fighting between, uh, Johnny and, uh, Danny over, um, the, the woman from void American. Um, what is her name? I don't remember. Elizabeth Shue. How could Elizabeth you forget Shue. her name? Well, because I don't know her by that name. I just know her by all the characters who are super cute. But uh, there are scenes in this that I feel like I almost but not quite remember from the Karate Kid film. Yes. Yeah, so the there's one scene where the beach with the uh, the, 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 the ghetto blaster, the, the right. boombox, that's from the movie. But then is the it? scene where, where he is trying to confront her, you know, he wakes up drunk and he's late for a date or something to meet her. At the golf right. and at golf and stuff. That's not in the movie. Interestingly, okay. interestingly, in the TV show, anytime they're like, "Oh, I remember back then," it doesn't do a you know a washy flashback. But they use a lot of footage from the original movie from in the, the Cobra Kai film. series. Yeah, because these guys are all old now. Um, and then some of the stuff is they do have some digital recreations. That's kind of amazing. Uh, but in this case, there are a couple of of segments of this book that are not in the YouTube. TV series and are not in the movie, which is fine because right. had this been a straight up adapt uh, adaptation, this would have gone right in the trash for me. Well, I mean, that's the problem with reading something that is an adaptation. It's like when you read, uh, you know, the IDW Doctor Who books that they had a few mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. where it's, you know, a completely different companion. It's stories being told in and around the stories that we see on TV. I like that. I'm fine with that. And having yep. not seen the TV show, but having, you know, kind of a memory of Karate Kid and certainly a memory of Karate Kid too. And of course, a great uh, appreciation for the poet William Zabka. I feel like this book is more successful than I really ever expected it to be. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Because I'm did- not a... I'm not a fan of this book. I'll be honest with you. I didn't feel like I was going to care about this because, you know, I haven't seen Cobra Kai. Don't necessarily have a plan to see Cobra Kai. I remember the Karate Kid, but I remember it the same way I remember, you know, Enemy Mine 
It was mm. a movie that I saw, and it was kind of okay. If this was a continuation of the Blues Brothers, I'd be like, oh, how dare they? If this was a continuation of something that I was totally into that felt like a continuation was necessary, like maybe The Warriors, I might feel differently. But weirdly, the thing that really dragged me into this is the fact that I hate Johnny Lawrence. And Oh, yeah, normally, you're supposed to, yes. Right. Normally, when you have a story that's trying to humanize a villain, uh, you know, not not necessarily mentioning Joaquin Phoenix by name, my first thought is I'm not interested. I don't want that. But this story somehow actually helps. And I think that may be because I always felt that Johnny's sort of kind of face turn at the end of the movie where he's like, I respect you, Ralph Macchio. Here's your trophy didn't feel motivated for Johnny. And I, I guess maybe that's just me and maybe, you know, my memory of a movie that I haven't seen in probably five years all the way through. It's always on cable. You can catch like five minutes of it here and there. Mm-hmm. I feel like this actually helps to give me an understanding, uh, a better understanding or a different understanding of how the end of that movie and the beginning of the second movie actually went. And I, I kind of like that. And I have to say, I'm really sort of in love with this art. Yeah, the art is nice. It, I, I do I do like the art in this book. It feels like um, a mad parody, only not. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I, I love the old Jack Davis mad parodies where right. you, you'd be like, oh, yeah, it's Star Wars. And you recognize everybody mm-hmm. for who they are. Mm-hmm. But it's also. Way. Right. But it's not, you know, photorealistic Carrie Fisher. It's mm-hmm. a, a sort of a, you know, a caricature, a yeah. really interesting, good looking caricature. And that's the way I feel about this in that young Johnny looks like young Johnny mm-hmm. and old Johnny looks like, you know, poet laureate William Zapka. So I'm really kind of impressed at how much expression they get while managing to have that kind of not necessarily photorealism, but resemblance to the actors and the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, Johnny looks like Johnny. Danny looks a little bit like Ralph Macchio, uh, probably a little younger than I expected, maybe in his eight or eight is enough days. But this is something that it looks really good. And I, I did not expect to have any feelings for it. And I kind of really enjoyed it. So uh, you uh, have spoken out that says you have no interest in watching the Joker movie because of the fact that you don't think a villain should be p- portrayed uh, sympathetically right. or to be created as the hero in a movie. And I totally get that. And I've had many conversations with uh, people throughout this week about, um, you know, people who are on the camp of loving that movie and who are on the camp of hating the movie. A lot of it uh, f- focusing on the fact that why are we elevating a villain to a hero in this time of uh, national crisis? Mm-hmm. That is kind of what this, the YouTube series, the Cobra Kai series does, is it presents Johnny as this washed up loser who has nothing going for his life. Right. And via flashbacks to things that happened in his young childhood, like that opening scene where he's at the, uh, at the, at the breakfast table and his uh, stepdad is yelling at him and then he goes out and he discovers Cobra Kai. That's in the, that's in the YouTube series. But right. through these flashbacks and as the series progresses, the hero villain dynamic flips in the show to the point where really? I think it's like halfway through the show, you really feel like Danny LaRusso has become Johnny Lawrence and Johnny Lawrence has become Daniel LaRusso. Ooh. And you really start to feel some sympathy 
for for Johnny, which you're not supposed to because he's the bad guy, right? So there is that going through. And and so you do, if you're going to continue to read this series, just be aware that you might start feeling some sympathy towards uh, this bad guy, this quote-unquote bad guy. Um, that being said, I'm not sure... I'm not sure what purpose this comic serves. If, yeah. if it is, man, this show is so hot and is a hot property, and I think they've already announced season three on this. If this is such a hot property show, we at IDW are going to capitalize this like heck, and we're going to make all the monies off of this property. That could be right. one way to look at it, but I don't think that's the right answer. I don't Another answer because the show came out last year. And even though there's oh, longer, a second season. Yeah, I think it's uh, two years ago now is when the first season came out. Um, so. The other thing is that I don't know if this is supposed to get people to want to go and subscribe to the YouTube original series to watch the show or not. Because, quite frankly, the amount of money that you're going to spend on this five-issue or six-issue miniseries is going to be more than the cost of a one-month subscription to the YouTube uh, Prime or whatever the YouTube... Uh, account is that gets you this show so you'd be able to watch the entirety of the entire season probably even the second season in a month before you uh for less than the cost of of the these uh six issues so i'm not i'm not really sure i mean i understand that there's going to be adaptations all the time you can go back in star wars star wars was a huge adaptation that spun off original uh, stories and original stuff all down the line and if this eventually turns into you know, this is what happened between the episodes, or this is what happened between the seasons, or these are some other stories of Johnny Lawrence, uh, you know, during his 35 years of getting his face kicked in by by Daniel LaRusso. Um, I would be down for that. But this, to me, just read as a, here's a recap of episode one, and it wasn't even the full recap of episode one. Um, I, I don't know. I just, some about it just didn't sit right with me. The story is fine. Now, again, if I had never seen the YouTube series... I probably would have been fine with the story. I would have been, you know, fine with everything. This is a fine story. It's well-written. It's well-executed. The art is fine. But it feels like I'm just reading the adaptation of the TV show. And and, And right now in my life, I'm not down for that. When I was much, much younger, when I was, you know, 12, 13, 14, man, I was reading the adaptations of all the movies. Oh, sure. Um, Because we didn't have VCRs, right? Yeah. Yeah, and this just, I don't know, it just feels like it's misplaced, kind of like Johnny Lawrence is in this story, a misplaced person. It does feel old school Dell movie classics or, you know, Marvel super special where you're getting something. Season two came out in April of this year. Season one came out in May of last year. Your sense of time is extremely dilated. Uh, Anything more than last week, it's like twice as long as it ever has been. But here's the thing. If this is something where they're tying into a huge demand and a zeitgeist and we want more Cobra Kai, I feel like they're behind the eight ball at this point because people who stream shows and binge shows have had five months to stream and binge season two, much less season one. I kind of feel like this is a, you know, a a faucet adaptation or you know, like the underdog comic books that were around when we were kids or the strange uh, New Adventures of Indiana Jones, which came out two years after Raiders, mm-hmm. for some reason, just popped up in the middle of nowhere. 
I feel like it's one of those things where the Cobra Kai name or or you know the the IP attached to it isn't as high profile as the existence of this book might make you think. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I don't want this book. But I feel like this is kind of a niche book for those people who fall into the Venn diagram of love Cobra Kai buy comics regularly. All yeah, 2,700 of them. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm just, this is a fine book. I would give it a thumbs up if you've not seen the YouTube series. If you've seen the YouTube series, honestly, I didn't find enough new material in here to hold my interest. Right. So I'm going to give it a pass if you've seen the YouTube series. I have not seen the YouTube series, and I found it enjoyable, but not necessarily, you know, rush out in a buying frenzy enjoyable more of a, I had some extra time and it's a kind of a good book. And if I were in the store and I saw this and I were buying my other comics, I might throw it on the pile. I, I would say borrow it. Mm. From whom? So somebody who obviously threw it on their pile because they were just passing by in the, uh, in the comic book store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the one that said you might casually throw it on. You're the person they need to borrow it from. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. May I borrow your comic book? There's some guy. You walk out of the you walk out of the comic book store, and there's some guy kind of scratching his neck. He's like, "Hey, man, did you uh, did you pick up the new issue of uh, Cobra Kai? Uh, Got any more man, of that can I, Cobra can Kai? I, can I like borrow it for just like just a minute or two so I can like okay. like read it, please, please? Okay. I mean, yeah, I'm a big I'm a big uh, fan. Come on." Come on, man. Mm. Anyway, we wound up here because of you, our dear listener. Uh, I'm not faulting you for it. I am not faulting you for it because, again, uh, I had a lot of high hopes for this. I thought it was going to be great. I thought we were going to see more stuff. Um, And it's still fine. Uh, But we wound up here because of you, because you, our dear listener, went over to patreon.com slash major spoilers. You looked for the post called Doodling Review for October 16th, 2019, and you told us what we're going to review Next. Now, here's the thing. I know a lot of people are listening. There's like over 3,000 of you listening right now. 3,000. Over 3,000 listening right now. And you're thinking to yourself, man, I don't want to give you guys money for free entertainment. That's fine. You don't have to give us a dollar. All you need to do is head over to uh, patreon.com slash major spoilers. And in the comment section, just like Ryan Pond has done, you can say, hey, man, next week, I want you guys to re- review Robotech Remix. That's all you got to yeah. do. Yeah. And then next week, or actually on Sunday night, you don't wait until like Tuesday afternoon to say, hey, I want you guys to review because we close the voting on Sunday evening, Sunday afternoon. So yep. uh, make sure you get your votes in early. And some joker was like two weeks ago put in for a request. And it's like, no, that's not how this works, man. No, no, no. But listen, it doesn't cost you anything, Matthew. That's right. All you got to do is go to our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash major spoilers. Look for the thing that says dueling review for, I think, 10, 16, 2019. Put in your vote and be like, hey, this is my vote, y'all. My vote matters. Get it in there. Now, listen, um, if you do find value in this show and you want to see it continue, then maybe you think about a dollar, a dollar a month, one dollar. $1 a month. I wish we could do 99 cents. Maybe we could do 99 cents because people seem to be okay with throwing 99 cents around. But, you know, a dollar a month for 
all these uh, minutes of entertainment that we bring you <laughs> might be worth it, or maybe not. <laughs> I just know that there's a lot of you listening, and uh, uh, my server people said, hey, uh, guess what? It's time to jack your prices up again. Anyway, next week, here are some things that are coming out next week. From Boom Studios, we have Firefly number 10, Once in Future number 3, and Something is Killing the Children number 2. Dark Horse Comics next week has Bad Luck Chuck, the trade paperback, volume 1. We don't review trade paperbacks on this show. Right. Uh, oh, hey, The Mask is back, Matthew. It's smoking. Smoking! Mask, I Pledge Allegiance to The Mask, number 1 of 4. That's coming out. Somebody next week. stop me! Yeah, guys, don't 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 pick that that book because then Matthew's going to be like this the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> it's party time. <laughs> Steeple number two and Strayed number three come out next week from Dark Horse Comics. DC Comics has Aquaman number fifty three, Batman number eighty one, Flash Forward number two. Metal Men, number one, Nightwing, 65, Superman, year one, number three, and Wonder Woman, giant, number one. Or maybe it's Wonder Woman, giant, number one. No, oh, it's giant size, Wonder Woman. Dynamite Entertainment has Betty Page, Unbound, number five, Chastity, number two, Death Defying Devil, number three, Vampirilla, number four. They also are uh, releasing next week from Dynamite, the Vampirilla, number one, 1969 Replica Edition. Now, it doesn't say lithograph. It just yeah. says replica edition. So I don't know if that's going to have the ads in it or if those are going to be stripped away or if they're going to be covering up the naughty bits or what. But you can get that next week. Uh, 75 bucks. IDW Publishing next week has DuckTales, Silence and Science number two of three. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic number 83. And Star Wars Adventures Return to Vader's Castle number three. Oh, Matthew, remember a year ago this time, and I do know it was a year ago this time, because we spent the entire month, except for one week, I think, <laughs> reviewing Star Wars Adventures Return to Vader's Castle. Each and every week, this comic is coming out full of spooky tales from the Star Wars universe. And then we got to the last issue, and everybody voted for something else. <laughs> know, right? <laughs> we built for four issues, was and it, then it's like, hey. Was that the way it was, or did we review like three issues, skipped an issue, and then went back for the final fifth issue? We never got the final so, issue. I don't, know how it, I don't know how it ended. I don't know what happened. Image well, comics. you know what I think happened? What's that? I think Luke uh, flew away, and oh, like, okay. everybody went da-da-da-da-da, and then they gave medals to everybody but Chewbacca because they're jerks. Image Comics says Gideon Falls, number 17, Hit Girl, season two, number nine, Rumble, number 17, and Trees, Three Fates, number two. Uh, Marvel Comics next week. Matthew. Oh, Matthew. If you say Absolute Carnage, I'm quitting the show. Absolute Carnage, number four. Not just Absolute Carnage, number four, but Absolute Carnage, Avengers, number one, Absolute Carnage, Scream, number three. Absolute Carnage, Symbiote of the Vengeance, number two, second printing. And Absolute Carnage versus Deadpool, number three. Oh, uh-uh-uh. Captain Marvel, number 11, comes out next week, as does Crazy, number one. I have no idea what that is, but Crazy, number one, comes out next week. $5 book there. Immortal Crazy is Hulk, one of number their 80th anniversary things. Oh, that's why it's $5. It's a, yeah, it's a throwback to their uh, Mad ripoff from the 70s. Uh, oh, right, right, right. Spider-Man number two arrives next week. True Believers X-Men Jubilee number one gets only a dollar. And X-Men number one comes out next week as well. Oh, I wonder if they're going to make a million copies of that. Hmm. In all the rest category, we have Amalgamala Space Zombie number one. Archie Sorry, 708. What? what the what? Amalgamama Space Zombie number one. 
Archie number 708. Uh, Boarding School Juliet Graphic Novel Volume 8. Also Dark so Red, number 7. Dark What's that? Red. Yeah, Dark Red. Uh, right after The Dark Age, number 3. Both uh, $3.95 and $3.99 for those books. Grim Fairy Tales, number 32, arrives from Zenoscope Entertainment. Uh, Killers, number 4. Kill Switch, number 1. Lady Death, Nightmare Symphony, number 1 of 2. Life is Strange, number 9. Psy Lords number five from Valiant Entertainment. The Robotech remix that uh, I'd already previously mentioned that somebody had voted for. Thank Girl number seven and Zorro Sacrilege number four. That's just a few of the comics coming out next week from publishers around the country. If you want to see a complete list, well, you can wait until Monday when it appears over at Majorspoilers.com or you can get over to Patreon.com slash Majorspoilers right now. Take a look at the list and then cast your vote just like Ryan did so that uh, we can start figuring out what we're going to review next time on this show. Also, maybe by then, Matthew will figure out what he's going to say on next week's show, and it might sound a little something like this. E-A-R-T. Why? Because I gotta... This podcast is copyright 2019 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.